This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 116 of Geekscape. This is Jonathan London, your weekly host for the Movies, Video Games, and Comic Book Reviews and News uh, podcast. Every week, if you're new to Geekscape, I'm joined by a geek expert. This is our good friend Jason Nellis, uh, who had a job at Hulu up until this episode aired. Who knows what he's going to say over the course of the next 45 minutes to an hour. It's true. But you don't know. This may put him out on the streets. It's true. Gentlemen, um, good to see you again. Ladies, always a pleasure. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, Jason joined us a couple weeks ago. Uh, was that before or after the break, uh, the, the holidays? I think it might have been before. It was like yeah. it was like episode like 99 or something. It was a while ago. It was ago. a while back. Um, a lot of the audience really enjoyed you, uh, and it was just a matter of time before we had you back. Um, I mean, once the restraining order expired, I feel like you know I can just show up. It only so. lasts about uh, 12 episodes, and That's then we have you back. That's good. Um, and we just can't have you and VJ in the same room, is what it comes okay. down to. Okay, all right. But we do have uh, Brian Gilmore here. Um, uh, you will see plenty of him. Uh, you're not supposed to see him because he's supposed to be behind the camera, but he finds a way to make his uh, presence known. I'd like to point out, by the way, that the last time I showed up, Gilmore was wearing his lion shirt, and I just I wore this one today it's similar, because yeah. it's a little flashy, nice. and it was it was to show my support because he gave him you. a lot of crap last time. We did give him a lot of and, crap, and I thought it was well deserved, but I wanted him to know that there was still love. <laughs> the lion shirt is awesome. You know, it's we, a little. The lion shirt has turned into. Some, I think somebody in our audience said that they saw the lion shirt. It's from Target. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So, Forever uh, 21. No. <laughs> you've, been, you've been a wet seal? <laughs> uh, so, uh, Jason, how have you been, buddy? I've been good. I've been good. I've been busy. Um, you know, a lot of good stuff going on. Uh, mm-hmm. Working on my own comic book right now, actually. What? Yeah, it's. A, I'm, 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 I'm working on it. I thought I'd save it. Um, sure. Uh, I just found a friend who wants to illustrate, so we're in the very early stages. It's going to be a very... Traditional superhero comic, but you know, trying to sort of decide on a high level what kinds of thematic things I want to right. include and sort of what directions I want to take it. So very early stage right now, but uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Working on character development. And uh, and and what's the what's the catch? What's the how, how, you know? You said pretty typical superhero book. Well, how, what what sets this one different? Well, I mean, for me, you know, I. I on a, on a very very high level, you know, I grew up in a house or grew up in houses, I should say. My parents being divorced, I come from a mixed family, you know, Mormon slash Catholic on the one side, wow. Jewish on the other. Very confusing, yeah. please. And it, like the that three people a, that, in the audience was, who have any exposure to Mormons are going, oh my god. That was they, that was your parents just went off a of passion. Oh, we they threw they, their they, beliefs they, out the window. They went off just, of I don't know what it, maybe whatever it was. Sure, we'd but, say but that one of the things I'm working on right now is is the comic where, um, you know. It, in my head, it's a, it's a sort of traditional superhero world where a lot of the superheroes are very science and technology based, but, you know, one of the main characters literally discovers one day that he has abilities and there's no scientific reason behind it. Okay. He can, he can fly, you know, it's sort of your, your typical strongman flying kind of thing, but that he doesn't, there's no scientific explanation. He can lift a car over his head, but he can have blood drawn. You know, mm-hmm. he can take a bullet, but he can have his hair cut. And there's no rhyme or reason. And part of the sort of greater arc of that would be 
sort of the the sort of mysticism behind that, what that would be and why and how and you know, I mean, you can sort of you can delve into it from sort of a Joss Whedon perspective about you know emotions and morality right. and all that stuff. But really, it's just like the the prime example of of this character would be, you know, is it supernatural? Is it religious? Is it something even completely different? Do you have those answers or those? Something I, you do. Explore? I do. I okay. do. But but there's there would be. My belief is that you should have a beginning point and an end point, okay. and then you should sort of let the trail lead you however it goes, um, which is, I know, sort of very... Let the trail lead you wherever it yeah, goes. I mean, I'm just saying it's very I like, did that one English night 101. Did well. <laughs> yeah. I did that one night in West Philadelphia. It did not end well. <laughs> West Philadelphia, falling rain on the playground is where I, I said most of my days. No one can say West Philadelphia. <laughs> I ended up a lot worse than the Fresh Prince. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. That, uh, sorry. Yeah, not that. so fresh. Um, uh, anyway, long story short, it, it's very early. I, it's not going to be coming out for a while. We're still very much in sort of the character design phase. It's fun, though. It's exciting. It's, got your it, creative yeah. juices flowing. Exactly. I mean, you know, when you're spending, you know, 12 hours a day behind a desk doing that kind of stuff and database management and search engines and graphics, it's nice to be able to sit down and just write afterwards, right. so... We have, uh, for those of you guys listening to the show, uh, if you hear like circus squeaks happening off camera, I think that's the dogs playing in the Geekscape studio. That's what you think. Uh, that is the Geekscape <laughs> studio audience. <laughs> that is what I think. Uh, Gilmore could just be farting out of his uh, out of the clown horn he shoved up yeah. his ass last night. When I was nine. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. The doctor's like removing it would kill him. <laughs> I'd be a lot less and, funny. And Gilmore's mom was like. I want my clown horn back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm a doctor. I can't take a life. Uh, it's my livelihood. But it is my clown horn. This is what I use. Big red ball. I left Brian Guatemala. Gilmore story coming up on Lifetime. <laughs> I left Guatemala to perform with the clown horn. <laughs> oh, it's so, Nacho Libre, the good version. Oh, that's Some exactly through a clown horn. Oh, my God. Until your kid takes the clown horn and shoves it up his ass. All right. Um, well, on that note. Welcome to Geekscape. <laughs> uh, so, guys, uh, I went to see a movie that is fairly dark. It's uh, a follow-up for director-writer Jody Hill, who gave you the Fist Foot Way, which introduced Danny McBride. He, in that movie, he played like a kung fu karate. Uh, have you, did you see the Fist Foot Way? You know, I never actually did. Or I is it Foot Fist Way? I believe it's the Foot, foot Fist. Foot Fist Way. Yeah. Danny McBride plays like a, a Taekwondo instructor in North Carolina, and uh, it's very much a, uh, like a... Dude, he's freaking. Uh, it's very much a character piece. Um, not a whole lot of story. It's basically like a bunch of different vignettes, mm. sort of leading in in, uh, in like a story up to a point. Uh, but really, it just gives the character a chance to choose scenery and have fun in different scenarios. Uh, Observe and Report is the new one that Jody Hill did with Seth Rogen. Uh, Seth Rogen plays a mall security officer, head of mall security. Um, he and his team of like reject, rent-a-cop, yeah. security people are tasked with uh, taking down a pervert who's flashing people in the mall. Um, Ray Liotta plays a police detective who's brought into the mall to take down this pervert once and for all. And uh, Seth Rogen immediately sees him as a threat to his authority and also to his uh, affections for Anna Ferris, who plays a... Um, a uh, Makeup counter, yeah, like Matt counter. Uh, Who, according employee. to the commercials, is a is a lush. Uh, Complete lush. Like, yeah, um, but not necessarily for our friend Seth Rogen, who pines for her the entire time. Um, the movie is similar to. Wow. Is it okay if I'm right back? Yeah, yeah. Gilmore's gonna go and put some tranquilizers into the <laughs> dog, but uh, skin, skin. It, it's it's similar to. Uh, Foot Fist Way in that it's very much like a character study. Yeah. It's got these uh, really funny opportunities for other characters like Michael Pena. Um, yeah. yeah. You see um, Patton Oswalt. It's got these other different characters in it and they're able to kind of go off and, and, and do some funny bits but it really feels uh, there's never a point where the movie feels like it's clicking story-wise. It never feels like it's picking up the gas to take you on a narrative that uh, that's as entertaining as what they did, which I mean, they did well, like they, they did like a series of vignettes, right. almost. Well, let me ask you. This, know? You know, I, I was reading, a, watching a post review about it, and basically uh, the, the reviewer said, um, you know, you take every Seth Rogen film, love that, love yeah. that. He's, he's farting. Clearly, I was going to say clearly, farting. he's in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, they took every Seth Rogen. The, the Seth Rogen took everything about his other films. You know, sort of this like schlubby, funny, like well-meaning guy. You know, who's who's you know good intention but poor execution mm -hmm. and just 
jumped off the cliff with yeah. it and just went the exact opposite direction. Do you think yeah, that's accurate? Yeah, this character is like, a monster waiting to be born. It's a guy with nice. uh, almost zero moral compass yeah. who has a, a loose grip on reality and puts himself in his bravado yeah. above any else. Um, Gilmore, <laughs> Gilmore, are you okay in there? <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> We're going to okay. find Gilmore's um, mangled corpse in about the, the, three the, minutes. There are times when you laugh and you think yeah. that it's pretty funny. And then there are parts when you're just like, wow, this is actually a pretty dark character. Yeah. Um, it, is the movie successful? I I found parts that I was sitting through wondering if it was going to go anywhere uh, as far as like a, a narrative direction goes. There were times that I was really entertained by some of the little vignettes yeah. in a skit way. Um, there's an appearance by Danny McBride, which I think is hilarious. Michael Pena's character is really funny. So there are parts of the movie that y you'll enjoy, but uh, at the end of the day, you want to see him go on this, you know, journey that keeps at a clip. Right. And he does go on a journey. Uh, you can say that. He does go places, but um, at the end of the day, it uh, it just didn't do as much as I wanted it to do. No. So um, it's definitely, if you guys are interested in the movie, it's definitely a rental, something to put on your Netflix. But... Uh, you know, I went to a matinee with my good buddy Nar Williams and uh, and Jesse Geyer, who earlier in that week had seen Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, what did that? What did that make? Uh, it made like two million opening night. Yeah, that's not good. So it's not going to catch Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, but if you guys want to uh, to see something, just you know, to watch like a, like some acting, some improv, go see it. Just don't expect uh, it to, to run at a clip like I Love You, Man, or some of the other movies that are out sure. right now that have that kind of flow. Well, I Love You, Man is a lot of fun. Uh, you know, my, my, my roommates both went to see I Love You, Man, mm. and they really enjoyed it. I, it doesn't, like, there's a point at which, like, I don't feel like I need to spend the money to go see, like, a bromance film like that, like, in theaters. Like, I just want to Netflix it, mm -hmm. and that's fine. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, from everything I've seen about Observer Report and read about, I mean, I wish I'd it's seen not the even, film It's not yet, a bromance like, movie. It is no, 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 what a I'm guy saying, with like, bipolar like, disorder yeah. losing his shit over the well, course but of the, a movie. I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, you expect... you watching it in horror. There were yeah. kids behind us, and... I mean, you know he's trying to catch a flasher. They're going right. to show male penis in this movie. And they get successful. Are you allowed to, to say that on this? Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Well, we've shown it before. Male penis as opposed to the other kind. Um, cock. I mean, but here's my question: like, like Is with everything. Girl cock. Macaque. Uh, <laughs> all right, interesting. Um, I, I feel like because this is such a reversal on Seth Rogen's normal take on mm -hmm. things. Like, I, I, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, describing like kids being in the back of the audience. And that oh kind of man, thing. Like, I was horrified. But like, but like, and there's you, so much profanity yeah. in this movie. I mean, but, but what Seth Rogen movie has made you think I can bring my kids to this? None, but, but aliens, which I saw, and, and Kung Fu Panda, and Kung Fu Panda, which you like at first you and one line from while. Check Three. What? That's what he said. Yeah, not huh. shocked. He said he had a line in Check Three. So, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I, I I'm not surprised by that. I mean, because right. he plays, he's been playing up until this point such a like, hey. like. I mean, they expected Paul, you know, uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop Part Two. I'm sure. If anything, it made it funnier when they were there was excessive no. cursing on screen, knowing that there was like a six year old and a seven year old behind me, uh, <laughs> wanting nothing more than to collect Pokemon, because uh, they were it's, literally it's, they were it, literally me, playing it's, Pokemon it's, on their DSs. It's, it's Bakugan these days. But before the movie, they were playing some. some Dude, I have Baku an eight year old brother at home. Okay, Don't. Yeah. You... Before the movie, they were definitely playing Bukakigan <laughs> on their DSs. <laughs> and... Uh, you try hanging out with your uh, young brother slash nephew or wherever. See, he is. this is why I don't come back and, and hang uh, out with you guys because my soul dies a little. Why don't you throw, throw that and be like, "Oh, are you playing Bukaki God?" <laughs> I can't show this to my parents now. You gotta collect. You gotta collect them all. It's just a drinking game. <laughs> Bukaki God. That's not okay. Um, yeah, like the Ghostbusters game. No. Yeah, Bukaki God. Oh. <laughs> uh, like so, uh, parts of the screen. so so this movie, I was I was yeah. not one hundred percent a fan. But I appreciated some of the parts of it, some of the performances, and some of the funny scenarios. Uh, it just didn't feel like 100% of a, of a film, no. of a story. What are you going to do? Uh, I still, I, I'm still a fan of, uh, of Jody Hill and, uh, and Danny McBride and Seth Rogen and those guys. But um, have you watched this HBO show that Danny McBride is a part of? Um, I don't get it. He's found it down. No, I hear it's very good, though. I heard it's funny. I want to yeah. hear about that. But you've been watching Dollhouse. I have. I've been catching up on a little bit of Dollhouse, and I think that this is something that we should we should bring up. Dollhouse. Um, watching it. Yeah. I uh, for those of you on the Twitter, um, 
yesterday, it, it news broke, but then it was sort of retract. It's sort of a weird thing, but it, evidently, the thirteenth episode of Dollhouse, which was supposed to be the sort of final episode being shown, um, is not going to be aired over television. This is important to the Geekscape audience because Felicia Day, who I'm sure yeah. they all know and love as much as we do, yeah. is is in that episode and is now disappointed that she's not going to be shown on television. And part of the reason is that the ratings haven't been very good. Right. Now, you and I had an earlier conversation about. You know, iTunes numbers being important, or you know, Hulu numbers, or Fox. A lot of people watch it on Hulu. A lot of people watch it on. I was going to watch it on Hulu. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, the number of people watching it on Hulu certainly important. Uh But I mean, if you want to sort of have the the broader conversation about you know video on the internet right now, it just doesn't have the same numbers in terms of advertising money and and that relationship that broadcast does. What if you sell drugs? Listen, my cocaine habit was broken years ago, and I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't bring that back. I mean, here's the thing with internet advertising. <laughs> Let me give you a little less. Le- <laughs> Gilmore's uh, just like, oh my god. <laughs> Gilmore, you need to start farting for this one. Yeah. Uh, let, let me give you a little lesson, yeah. Mr. Internet. No, here we go. Okay, Mr. Hulu. Oh. You guys run ads for Subarus on your site. We okay? do. Here's the thing. You can't be on the internet watching TV and automatically be like, oh, I'm going to point and click over here and get a Subaru. A Subaru is something that you have to test drive. It takes a couple processes away from your computer to do it. You have to advertise for things that are also on the internet. Pornography. Gambling. Prescription drugs. <laughs> offshore gambling. If uh, Hulu... I'm getting fired for if this. If Hulu would take... Not just Hulu, any portal. I'm looking at you, Apple. If you guys take your video content and use illegal activities... To advertise profitable illegal activities, um, let's say you own one of the small islands in the South Pacific that Leonardo DiCaprio ended up on in the beach. Okay, we're done with this line of, of thought right now because that was you a horrific sell, film. You, you can sell it through your website Look, and make money. You're killing me. And smalls. then those ads count as much as TV ads. Here's you the just thing: just can't report Here, it to Uncle here's Sam. Here's the thing: been there, not good. Dollhouse, unfortunately, has not been doing well in the ratings. Okay. And yes, we're eventually, eventually, knock on wood. You know, the digital money will equal... I, I, people call me a blockhead. Don't look at me like that, Gilmore. Uh, you know, you used to chase Gumby and Pokey around? Wow, nice. Both of you. That was good. Okay. It's just, the, the numbers don't match in terms of the money that they're making. So, you know, unless... I mean, listen, watch Dollhouse on broadcast. Then come and watch it on, on Hulu or go download it on iTunes. But, you know, if, if, if you want to help encourage these people to keep Dollhouse on, as I know Gilmore would want, then you gotta watch it on TV before so you've anything else. You gotta contact your your yeah, nearest yeah. Nielsen family yeah, and, and tell them and to tell watch. them to watch it's it. So it and record that we it. even still have Nielsens. The people with the diaries. Yeah. Like, you know what they fun. do? They give you five bucks, and you can lie. You just write down whatever. I just well, don't understand how Nielsen is still a factor when people are TiVoing, you know, these things but and that watching goes them into at three p.m. That's called it, the plus seven. The yeah. plus sevens do go into shit. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. But, I mean. When it comes to ratings, I mean, Nielsen, you know, to a greater extent, whatever other... I mean, I think Comscore does some TV measuring. T- I mean, None of those guys want to get into the drug game? No, no, not as much. Okay. Not okay. as much. Uh, and I know it's shocking, but, you know, I mean, they've seen what I don't want to have to go like, back to the street to listen, sell my... Listen, they've seen what happens in Latin America and South America, and, you know, I mean, you know, who wants to go to the Just a couple of click-throughs to some, you know, tickle bitties. Oh, uh, I, all I'm saying is, if you're like, oh, maybe I'll buy a Subaru, and then like five hours later, you still haven't bought the Subaru Dude. because you have to go drive the Subaru. Dude, we got other. Can't we got we got kids mouthwash. Oh, you're gonna taste that through the computer? No, listen. Buy prescription drugs, gambling. I will end you. I swear to God. I'm just trying to solve everybody's problems. That way, people can see Felicia Day. If they buy enough drugs over the internet. They can see Felicia Day in the 13th episode of Dollhouse, which supposedly was going to be a segue into season two. Yeah, the idea was that the, the reason that they're pulling it is that if there is no season two, then that episode sets up season two, so they shouldn't show a setup to a season that's not going to occur. Right. But you said it was going to be like an epilogue to season one, so we'll get a good Listen. 12 episodes that are... Right, and then on the DVD, you'll it's like a what if from yeah. the comics. What if this show had continued? What, yeah. Um, it would, th- that's something that kids want to see more of that we may never... See, speaking of things that we never wanted to see, but we're getting anyway, uh, they have put, they have hired a screenwriter for the Shadow of the Colossus movie. It's uh, Justin Marks who wrote the uh, Oscar-nominated screenplay to Street Fighter: The Ch- Legend of Chun Li. <laughs> no! Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. A movie that Gilmore, the, the movie that Gilmore and I sat through. Why? I'm just assuming it'll be nominated for an Oscar. I'm just <laughs> saying, Academy, you watch the show in mass. Oh my god! Don't forget oh god. the Legend of Chun Li. That's one of the most moving video games ever. 
Shadow of the Colossus is a it's piece amazing. of artwork. Oh, it is. I thought you were Street Fighter for a second. I've gone back and, and continued to play it since the announcement of the movie. And uh, why? I mean, it's just it, it, it just dumbfounds me. Uh, the idea is that this movie is, is that the game is so uh, minimalist as, as far yeah, as story yeah. goes right. that it'll give them the building blocks to create a, a, a rich story. But I gotta say. Do you want the guy? Guess what else is minimalist? A fighting game, and there was your rich story. The rich story involved uh, several TV actors coming together to die, career-wise. Well, <laughs> and and frankly, there's your rich story. Th there's your story. Uh, you know, I mean, we've talked about this before. I always think video game adaptations. I mean, it's it's so hit or miss and so often miss. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at some of the, you know, I mean. If you look at the range of everything from, you know, now all the way back to... I mean, I'm trying Double to think Dragon, the, Koopa Troopas, all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know... You I didn't was, like Matthew... Or what's his name? Uh, uh, Jason Wolf or whatever his name? Matt Wolf in, uh, in yes. Double Dragon? Oh, my yes. God. You like that listen, kid? I'm thinking... Yeah. Of, listen, Fox, excuse me. I'm, I'm thinking all the way back to the Super Mario movies where they're like, how many Marios are there? Three? I only see two. Yeah, there's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. That's Bob Hoskins. These are... This is like... My whole point is that... Nothing against that performance. No, yeah, yeah. And John Leguizamo, too. That worked out well. Nothing my, against his performance. Yeah. Um, my, my point is that I think in general, video game adaptations, I'm sure it numerically makes sense. I mean, fiscally, they make sense for a, a, you know, a studio to do. Did Such Shadow of the Colossus story. move the units that Street Fighter did? Or Halo did? Or Mario Brothers did? I don't think Shadow of the Colossus did. I don't think it's one of these things where it's like, oh, the fans of the movie, uh, the game will show up in mass. There weren't that many fans. It's not. It wasn't a blockbuster seller. It was wasn't. It? On, it's on its greatest. It's hits. a cult. It's a cult. Yeah, but like even even the stuff that is big, they managed to stay away from. You never seen a Legend of Zelda, you, you know, movie. A, I mean, you have yet to see a oh. Halo film. If Peter Peter Jackson couldn't put a Halo film together. Granted, he needed three studios to do it. Yeah, but they started, but they just didn't. They they had a third studio dropout. Um, yeah. The Shadow of the Colossus movie. How movie would you even made. begin to tackle that? I don't know. Would it be a silent film? <laughs> I mean, it's a silent game almost. Yeah. You know, how would you even start to depict that? Uh, I, I mean, you'd have to... It'd have to be a, a very stylized film. Here, I mean, here's it, it, my strategy. Okay. And Mr. Marks, I've never met you, but you're not going to be a fan of this. Because it involves replacing you with Neil Gaiman. <laughs> uh, I take, like that idea. Take, take Shadow of the Colossus, something that uh, has... Sort of a sort of a, a spiritual uh, existential element to it. Okay. A celestial vibe. A celestial I vibe. I like that. And, celestial uh, vibe. And, 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 it's the name and, of a band from the eighties. And it has a mix of history to it. You're battling these things from the old world, from a, a deceased civilization. Right. You're the you're the new civilization. You're in a barren wasteland. It reminded me of a lot of the same themes that were running through uh, Princess Mononoke, which Neil Gaiman did the sure. uh, English adaptation yeah. of. It reminds me. I mean, even some of the artwork reminds me of like Princess Mononoke type of things. Yeah. Um, well, he's such a prolific writer too. And I, I mean, and, there's and, so little that he's done. And, that and although amazing. I didn't like Mirror Mask, Mirror Mask. Nah. I loved the 3D movie. I loved yeah, uh, Coraline. You guys know I loved Coraline. Yeah. He's good at kids' um, books. He is the the graveyard. Uh, what's it called? The the graveyard digger or something. He's uh -huh. just got a new kids' book out that's okay. supposed to be phenomenal. I think it won a Newbery Award. Oh, is like, that the one with Dave McKeon? Yeah. All I can think is Hollywood ain't that hard. And putting someone like Neil Gaiman on Listen, a Shadow of the Colossus I'm sure he would enjoy it. Would be phenomenal. And then you take someone who has the same sort of sort of visual style, yeah, and float them in there, and and there you go. You've got a you've got an incredible movie that is touching. I mean, you loved the look of the new. Uh, where the wild things are. Oh, and I can't that wait. trailer and that oh. had like an ethereal quality to it and this yeah. otherworldly quality to it. But here's what I love and about it. And it never that. lost sense. There wasn't yeah. one there was there wasn't one word from the main character in that in that trailer, but you still got a huge strong sense of self. But yeah. you know I can't what I help That's but think that a movie like Shadow of the Colossus is going to be ex like verbal exposition through most of it. Which you shouldn't have. Not a game that has zero of right. it. Right. The no, only people that talk are the spirits that go, this can, I, can I just say, by the way, and even though they're not, they're talking, they're not in English. <laughs> right. It's in gibberish. May it's I just awesome. say, by the way, the, the Where the Wild Things Are trailer? Yeah. The one thing that I loved about it, and I've, I've watched it a dozen times, I, I mean, that was one of my favorite kids' books. Me too. That goes for it. That's actually. 
there's no need to say me too. If you were a yeah, child, yeah, you'll love that listen, book. It's, it's how I learned to read, actually, is memorizing that book and learning how to it's associate how I wanted the words. To learn to read. Here's the thing. What I love about that trailer, and I hope it maintains for the whole film, is that, yeah, you, you don't, it's okay, is that you get a sense of an indie film with, like, a high-quality experience. Yeah. And I think that that's something that is rare, that you haven't seen very often. And Children's I really, movie taking itself seriously? Children's movie taking itself seriously, yeah. but also, like, this, like it's not about special effects, it's not about seeing it in 3D, it's not about all this, like... Other cells. Yeah, we're not, you know, we're not pouring sugar on the, a cake the, yeah, and just hoping it's good. The cell is the soul of the, of the Exactly. Film, right? It's got a lot of soul. I hope it has a lot of and soul. God, that shot a lot of the Colossus game has soul. I yeah. mean, yeah. That's, it's so great. Listen. That's why you want to play it. Like, yeah. instead of going through, like, okay, you have to beat these bosses, here's all these things you have to do. I feel just horrible with that first, when I kill one. With that first 10 minutes yeah. of just you slowly riding your horse across that bridge and then going up there and then just a one girl you've always loved and then you have to yeah. save her life and it, it makes you want to do it just because of the style it's absolutely brilliant yeah the, the movies but 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 is that a, but what you've just described what you just described is not a commercial film you know what I mean? Hollywood can't have ten minutes of a guy riding a horse. Well, theoretically, you know neither I mean? is then Spike Jones's uh, "Where the Wild Things is Are." Is it ten minutes of a guy riding a horse? You know what I mean? But you know what I mean. But we had Lord of the Rings. That's now. <laughs> it's not ten minutes of a guy riding a horse. No, that's three hours <laughs> of a guy riding a there's horse. There's action in Lord of the Rings. Three Lords. times. Um, I think. I think the Shadow of the Colossus movie. It, it, it's got to have its action. It's got to have its huge set pieces, which is basically what the whole game 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 is. Yeah, action. But, is what the game is. but it's got a clip. And uh, if you do it indie, I don't know if it would make its money back. Uh, it, the, the strength that Where the Wild Things Are has going for it is that that book is loved worldwide. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Shadow of the Colossus doesn't have that. No. Mm. But You're you know right. what? Listen, it may be a sleeper hit. I mean, it's too early to tell. Yeah. I mean, it, it is very possible. I still that think people are going to come back and discover Chun Li, the Legend of Chun Li. Really? As if as far as sleeper hits go, they're putting okay. the team together. All right. I'll, uh, yeah, sure. Sure. There's a fighting tournament. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, oh, it's Mortal Kombat. I don't. I don't hate. Justin There's another. Martin. I'm point. a fan. I'm a fan of anybody who goes and writes a script about Green Arrow, or goes and writes a He-Man script. I'm a fan of the guy who's like, I'm going to take on genre, but I'm just worried. It's all I'm saying. Okay, I'm just worried. Uh, Awkward male side hugs. You know, the He-Man movie has yet to be made. The Green Arrow movie has yet to be made. The Chun Li movie, wow, that got made. So that? let's let's cheer people up though. <laughs> what you got? Let's cheer people up. Nellis. All right. All right. Nellis has a story from his life. Oh, do. okay. Okay. Do, do, uh, do we want to hear Nellis' story? Well, I thought you were going to tell us about yourself when when I asked, and you, you told us. Oh, a little you wanted bit of to story. go that route. I, but, I didn't realize uh, no, you wanted cool. to open with a punch. We can open okay. with a punch. Uh, Nellis, before the taping of the episode, revealed to us that his mom was a. Oh please. Oh, that's okay. not what. That's I'm not what about. he meant. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Thank you. Now a, lo all a loving individual. Yeah, and if you want to know what she is that they're referring to, you can meet me on the discussion boards, and we'll we'll have a conversation there. You will never see him there now. No, probably <laughs> not. Um, no, so so I haven't seen these guys for a little while. My mom was, was Miss Guadalajara. <laughs> kidding, she wasn't. Um, we were trading You're stories. Disappointed. Yeah, he said sad face. This close. Like a clown. She pissed off a drug dealer, giant scar. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway, so so we we were comparing stories and. Are you done? Are you finished? <laughs> I didn't say Are you okay? Are you alright? Okay. more? You have a story about yourself. I have a story. You haven't seen I, this in a while. I haven't seen this in, I haven't seen you guys in a while. I was trading stories talking about, you know, what had happened. I was talking to Gilmore and I was saying to him that I I uh, I was seeing a lovely girl who shall remain nameless because it is entirely possible that she could end up seeing this. That went out on a couple dates, it was very low key. How'd you meet her? Um friend of a friend. Okay. Uh, they were working Safe. together. Yeah, that's good. Safe. Good. It was good. Uh, got the clearance, you know. What's well, she it was like? Okay. She's very smart, very nice. Okay, I mean, what she look like? Uh, a little creeped out there. She's, she's, I need this. She's, no, you don't. Anyway, <laughs> so we went out on a few dates. It was no big deal. I was on a, I was on a work trip. You're such a creepy okay. bastard. I was on a work trip, and while I was there, I, I was instant messaging her, and we were just chatting. You know, I was gone for a couple weeks. Cyber, cyber, cyber beat. Sexting. Sexting. Or conversing like adults. I don't know. I, I know. Shocking. Get the combined that? maturity of an 11-year-old here. Anyway. Giving us a lot of credit. I am. I'm the six-year-old. <laughs> I'm the older one. 
Anyway, long story short, she sent me an instant message that was, to me, basically said, I really think we should see other people. The fuck is that? I know. And I was just like, you said email. No, 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 it gets, there's a story. What did you get? A text? No, an instant message. An instant message. It was like, but but here's the thing. Can I track that, 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 uh. I'll find the transcript. Can I I track the, the, the IP address, cut her titties off? Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Anyway. So I get this, I get this item, and I'm like, this is weird. Like, I totally, no, all right, whatever. I call my friend, my roommate, and I'm just like, you know, I just want you to know, like, this girl dumped me. Like, it's kind of strange. It was over I am. I'm totally, like, wigged out by it. She died three she, years ago. She, you are the world's worst person to tell stories. <laughs> worst listener. It's like, and, a, it's like a spirit. Yeah. So Horrible. my friend talks to her a little while later and is like, what the hell? Like, what, you dumped him over I am. Like, that's not cool. She's like, oh, no, he totally misinterpreted. Like, I was telling him how great it was to hang out. Now. I, I have a college level education. What? I have a college level education and from a halfway decent school. I, I'm pretty sure I read that correctly. Cutting her titties off. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, that's strange. Like, all right, but if I misinterpreted it, it's I am. Shit happens. Fine. We end up going out to dinner about How a week do you and a half. Misinterpret I don't that? know. We end up going to dinner about a week and a half You're later. A We're trying to clear. Oh, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I'm deserve, deserve. <laughs> At some point, every regular gets a slap thrown in the face once. At some point, you don't. Ever, if you come on Geekscape, you don't ever have to apologize for punching me in the face. Uh, and I, I'm not going to. We went not. out to dinner, and I said to her, "Look, we had a miscommunication. No big deal. Like, I feel bad. Tell you what, if you have something you want to say to me that's beyond just sort of like the normal back and forth, call me. You can't say call me on my cell. Right? Tell me you need me to call you. No big deal. That's great. No problem. I'm totally up for that. I think that's a great plan. Literally, 24 hours later, I get an email. Dear Jason, I'm sorry to say this, and I know this is going to make you upset, but I really think that we're just not clicking romantically, and I really feel like maybe you should, you know, not come over on Thursday like we planned. Uh, So here's the thing. Here's the kicker. I I thought it was a joke. But you saw her at dinner. I emailed her back. I'm like, haha, you're so funny. Wait, you saw her at dinner. I saw her at dinner. You're looking at her in the eye. I'm looking at her in the eye. Like, I'm looking at you right now, beautiful, Call me so there's no miscommunication, because it's so easy to miscommunicate. And then oh, I get, and, and then yeah. I, 24 hours later, dear Jason. Right. And then so you, you email her back. I email her back. I'm like, haha, that's so funny. And then I, I see her online about an hour later and I say, hey, that was a great joke. And she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, the email you sent me, that was totally hysterical. She's like, no, I, I was serious. Jeez. I'm like, all right, I'm going to beat a dead horse here, but I just want to clarify. We went Before out to I dinner. Before I send people to cut your titties. <laughs> we went out to dinner. You said, you know, it was cool. Let's call if we have something important to say. And now you're not interested. Yeah, that seems about right. What the? Okay. Fuck! Listen, this chick is weird. So, ladies, now I'm back on the market. Yeah, I'll, I'll, give, yeah, you, no. I'll give you rub and tuck. But, but mm, she wasn't even. Was she just not on her meds, or? You know, here's what I think. I think when my friend, um, when my roommate, it put uh, pressure uh, on her. Put pressure. I think she panicked, and she sort of was like, "No, no, no, that's not the case at all." Like, I, I think that she. Well, why does that then lead her to have to go to dinner? I, if you, what I a have waste no idea. Time. And, and my go, money, may I say, your money. Yeah. I mean, listen. Shit happens. Life goes on. Did you see the guy who got banned from J Date for demanding that the uh, that the other that the girl help like pay for half of the de- uh, the the well, it's, it's dinner the deal it's the, 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 with the it could have been date. lunch. It, yeah, here's half the, the thing. date with like the, the J Date, the Jewish date. Yeah. Is that how you think of my people? Just no, a, I, it, just I just know adjective. that that story happened on J Date, and J Date banned him because he started to, like calling the woman's work wanting half the bill back. See, it is J Date though. I mean, I mean, here's what Happy I think. Passover. Eh, Shabbat Shalom. Here's what I think. Don't, I think. Uh, don't speak Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> don't speak. Don't speak in the, okay. in the Romulan. Would you? Language would you prefer language. Spanish? No. Sibiruensa. Like, like, what do you want? Can you speak like, Ewok? No. While you're making up more. languages. <laughs> <laughs> while, while you're impersonating fictitious people, can you? Can you do Gizmo? And... From... Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Back on topic. I just I feel like I think in those situations, in any kind of a date, if somebody if somebody offers to pay, that is a chivalrous thing, and that's fine. Sure, you gotta if, give them. Food. If the date doesn't go well, you lost your money. Get over it. It's not the end of the world. Like you'll it's get like it back. It's like a gamble. It's like it's it is. Like, it is like Vegas. It is. And and you know what? There's nothing you can wrong get your with money that. Back. <laughs> in different ways. Anyway, I this just, is basically yeah. your creepy uncle's best friend's yeah. podcast. <laughs> Is what John's I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, episode. I know a guy. On that first date, that is why you there there are several things you can do to minimize the waste of money. Okay, had you seen this girl before you went on this date with her? 
set up through a friend. You'd hung out with them. Yeah, your I'd, friend? Seen, okay, I'd okay. seen her before she'd come over to our house to hang so out. You're, like, so you're indoor. If yeah. it's a blind date or something, what you do is you want to meet in a, you know, I'll meet you blank outside this restaurant, blah, blah, blah. Do a drive. You scope the scene. I got, I got, if you don't like the I got ones, one better. You call and you have tire problems. As far as going to dinner goes, order something. You let her Cheap. order first. What do you want? What do you want, sweetie? Sweetie, blind Whatever date. You're say. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm quick. Um, when she orders something, something you believe to be excessive, order something small. She'll get, you know, a little self-conscious. She'll order something small. Order it with the with the with the waiter. Waiter comes over. She orders. You order. And right as the waiter is about to leave, be like, you know what? I changed my order. I'm going to get exactly what I wanted to get from the beginning. Wow. And then she's see. There. I disagree. I'm going to go with I'm, that minimizes I'm go with, the cost. I'm going to go with how I met your mother. The the Barney, the character that uh, Neil Patrick Harris plays. Are you talking about the naked man? <laughs> no, no, the, the Lemon Law. Okay, oh, what yeah, is the that? Law. The Lemon Should Law. Should be enacted. What is uh, the Lemon Law? The Lemon Law, according to Barney from How I Met Your Mother, is the same as it is for a car. If you go on a test drive, <coughs> you are on a first date within the first five or ten minutes. If you look at this and you go, this is just not going to happen, you are, you know, the Lemon Law says you can enact the Lemon Law. Shake hands, go peacefully in each direction. Oh yeah, and nobody gets hurt. Dude, Laura did that. That would be great. That's a brilliant idea. I nominate. Well, Laura met a guy for coffee, and they were gonna go see a movie or to dinner afterwards, sure. whatever. She said, "In all honesty, it's fine. Nothing against you. We're not clicking. I'm just gonna live with the coffee and go. You're a very nice." See, guy. I, I, I was like, would "Holy be, shit!" I would be on that team. I'd have been destroyed as a That's as a man. No, but you know what? Like, I would prefer that. Like, if I'm on a date with somebody and they go, "You know what?" I think some I really serial this, killers I, I think... have the the lemon law. They start out with like dinner and then they just kill. Them. You are the creepiest bastard. You know I was ever. in love with you, but now I'm just gonna kill you. I, I'm just saying I don't know the mind yeah, of, da, da, of a killer. Da, 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 I don't know da, 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 da. the mind of a killer. Really? Because you did. seem like you're pretty spot on so far. Um, Moving on. How are you gonna resolve the situation? This girl obviously doesn't know that interpersonal communication through a digital device isn't her part. Like, you know what? Thing. She's a friend of a friend. What if she comes over? Which was she at your birthday? Hey, was she at your birthday? She was not, over? but she was at my roommate's birthday. And what I did was, I think the nicest thing I could do, which was to keep my distance when she came over to say hello. Skank. We were both polite, oh. and that was it. I mean, I think. How far did you go with this girl? That's none of your damn business. It is. You're on our show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's face it. You're didn't on get, Geekscape. But that's the thing. Like, it didn't get very far. It was you never like, said her name. Yeah. It was it. first base. I mean, okay. really, like, we, it's not like we slept together. Uh, we made out. Undershirt? Undershirt. The boob grabbing is part of first base. No, that was second base. What, I mean, really? Nope. All right. Well, then it Bases was, are subjective, see? Uh, see? Yeah, those are absolutely thing. subjective. Um, yeah, there's no it, written rules. What's your first, second, and third base? <laughs> I go back from beginner pregnant. Pregnant is first base. <laughs> I go back. Second base is the divorce. There's different holes, so you gotta think of what. Oh hole my god! Be. You can make holes with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Not cool. I'm uncomfortable right now. Just two mouths, one for. Okay. You can, uh, you can yeah. do <laughs> Anyway. Oh, so, nothing, I mean, but like, like, it. like, it's not like we slept together. It's not like we had this, like, I mean, it, really, we were going out, like, occasionally. We're not talking, How many like. Dates? So, why are you crying about this chick? Because you're a <laughs> dick. <laughs> I hate you. I hate no, you. No, don't slap him. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that too much? the mic. Yeah, you have to slap his face. Sorry. You have to literally hit me in the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The audio listeners were like, what the fuck just So, so why are you on Geekscape? Fucking crying, bro. <laughs> I just, I just, I need some help. So, uh, speaking some, of dark you are, times and speaking you of You are hilarious. Times, I do what I can. You are hilarious. I'll be here all week. Tip your waitress. Try Dump, dumped over email. Dumped fuck over that. email. What were you ever and really I, like, going out? Were you no, ever really like, exclusive? No, really. It's just, like, it's just so like, dismissive. We were dating. It was dismissive. And fuck I gotta that. be honest, like, this isn't like we're 14. She should know better. Let's Get me the IP address. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want to talk about something else. Let's move. Black let's move night. on. Um, so, guys, um, <clears throat> there is uh, Blackest Night coming up in the Green Lantern universe. Jeff Johns has done an amazing job of uh, blueprinting the big event for DC. And DC, after having like Final Crisis and their Final Crisis was failed, such a bad. I think they've realized this is where the shit is in the yeah, Green Lantern I mean, universe. I hope this so, is what we I, care I about. Mean, now the DC universe is getting involved in the big in the big bus, which is the the, the Green Lantern storylines, which is well. Gonna here's be the up. thing. I, I got to be worried honest. about. Like, well, here's the thing. I don't think that DC has had a, a even remotely good rewrite of its of its history or, or sort of big crossover event since Crisis on Infinite Earths. I mean, well, I, I did 
I mean, I've, I've read Crisis on Infinite Earths. I did Infinite Crisis. I did Final Crisis. I did Countdown to Final Crisis. All that, yeah. all that crap. And I got to be honest, I love Green Lantern. I love the mythology. I love the storyline. I love the parallel. I like. I like even the, the remote connection to the the uh, Alan Scott Green mm -hmm. Lantern. This is something I, I feel pretty passionate about. Like there are seven different colors, and there's the dark, you know, the Black Lanterns, and all this crap. I, I will be impressed if it's good. Jeff Johns, I think if, if he can pull it off, anybody if anybody yeah, can pull it off, it's it's he can. Um, but I'm yeah. just like I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. To Where you. were these other colors the entire time? Like I mean, and I get assigning emotion to a color on the spectrum, but like it just feels like something an eighth grader came up with for a fiction like wow. assignment. I just, I'm sorry, I just, I feel like this is going to be the kind of thing where it's like, oh, the blue lanterns are fighting the orange lanterns. Mr. Blue disagrees with you. Remember those colors where you had the colors and the moods, and oh, yeah, like yeah, Mr. Yeah. Blue and some of that? I always think back to Reservoir Dogs when I hear that. But yeah, absolutely. seriously, that's the first thing I thought yeah. of. Oh, I was thinking about yeah. those little children's books that uh, were yeah. square and had the little... Oh, that have all the... Uh, there's all the shirts from them now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if yeah. it's gotten a little but, retro. But like, kick. I mean, but like, I do, I will say this. I think for the, the, the undead lanterns that are going to yeah. exist, like, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't read it. You can go and search for it online. Can, go ahead for it. Really? Okay. I mean, here's the thing. You, you get negative... Here, oh, here's the thing. In, like, this last uh, week's issue was orange. Orange is avarice. It's greed. And you start to find out that there were these orange lanterns which were tucked away on their own planet. They got molested. Yeah. And they awoke and they awakened and they blamed yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy for well, awakening and then, them. And then there's the blue lanterns that are mentioned <coughs> yep. and the, the hope lanterns, I believe. Which only work in conjunction with the green lanterns you find right. out in this issue. Right. Because they need willpower to hope. Uh, so the rules are getting set up and it's all leading to this uh, May, the Blackest Night event. And you've started to see images leaked. Yeah. Of who's coming back from the dead? Because obviously the Blackest Night are the dead right. lanterns. We've had but, several big DC characters die. Yeah, I recently. mean you can do them. I mean, but like let's. You could do we, Batman. Do you could do Martian Manhunter. Well, uh, okay. You could do those. Uh, we got a timeout though because if Final Crisis taught us anything, Batman's not dead. Right. He's living past lives and he'll come back eventually, right. kids. But, but but we've had we've had the 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 Earth Two uh, Superman. Superman Superboy Prime Superman Super, Prime Superman Prime isn't dead, is he? Isn't that the guy? Who no, he's was in right now. Two? He's in he's in Crisis on Three okay. uh, Three Three Legions or whatever okay. it's called. Um, so so but, yeah, you had that little Kal-El, the original Superman, yeah, the little jerk, Martian Manhunter. You have uh, Aquaman. Aquaman. Mm -hmm. um, they announced somebody else. Did they announce Martian Manhunter? They. I've seen I know. The I know he died. For it. Yeah. I know he died in in the the yeah. the last. There's somebody else who died. Final Crisis. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but they, maybe a monitor who comes back. They're coming I'm sure. back. Yeah. And they're going to be Black Lanterns. The Aquaman got people excited. Um, you're not into it, though. I, I'll be honest. I, I think conceptually, it's just leading up to a big sort of superhero fighting orgy. And I got to be honest, I'm getting tired of that. Mm -hmm. I, I want to see. We talked about this the last time I was here. I want to see DC Comics make some like real changes. Like what? Well, you know, I thought it was kind of smart um, back during the lead up to Infinite Crisis when Wonder Woman got blinded. Mm -hmm. I thought that would have been a compelling storyline to have, you know, last for longer than three effing issues. Oh wow! I mean, I think that like they they don't, and I understand why from an editorial perspective. You got to sell comics, and people don't like things different. They want their Superman exactly the way they remember him. They want their Batman fighting crime in Gotham. I mean, you know, this whole like li leading different lives at the result of Final Crisis. But that's why you have your All Star. You know what? And and if that were more commercially successful, it may be different for the mainstream community. But eventually, it's all going to come back to the status quo. Or if it doesn't, it's going to be you know the the sidekick who who steps into the shoes, and you know then it's about identity issues yeah. with that. I mean, it's, it's like the like... ultimate universe in Marvel. Like they're trying an ultimatum. They're trying to re. I mean, are right. you interested in that at all? I I even if they got like Malar, Bendis, they got some of the yeah, big names. Yeah, it's interesting. But ultimatum. like I read, you know, I did like who killed? You know, what was it? The Ultimates? Uh, who killed the Scarlet Witch? Mm -hmm. Like, oof. It's like after a while, it's like. Uh, this isn't the real storyline. Right. right. And, and even then, even if it's not the real... I mean, you know, fanboys all tend to agree that, you know, we, we like you know we like our stories in a variety of ways, but we all like them to be consistent and all relate to each other. And, you know, it's that whole DC, the linear men or whatever it was, where, like, you want it all, you want it all to be in order and you want it to follow a particular right. storyline and you want to be able to, like, have everything leading to each other. But the bottom line is that these are all imaginary stories. These are all fictitious. They come from somebody's head. I say we mix it up. I say we try, like... Creating new things and actually having them stick. Right. Well, um, see a red dot on his forehead. Did you see that? Um, 
Do you, you can see yell that, at me on the Do you see that Marvel okay. tried to do this redo of, uh, or this uh, shout out to 2099? It's 2009. Remember 2099? Yeah, I Marvel remember that. Yeah, absolutely. This issue came out this week that was oh. like 2009 Spider-Man. I gotta get the golden apple. Going into, he gets transported into the 2099 universe. Oh, okay. In 2099. Sure. I didn't read it because I wasn't a big fan of the 2099 stuff. Yeah. But um, it's out there, and and like you said, like fanboys always love their alternate hi- history right. stuff. But does that stuff ever hold up? To DC's credit, this um, this last bout of uh, of crossovers has kind of given some weight to some of the things that were that were undone. You know what I mean? Like some of their alternate worlds have come back and counted. You know what I mean? But I mean, it would be nice if some of that stuck. I mean, that's... Some I mean, of it yeah. stuck, right? I mean, you know, in Final Crisis, we saw the, what, the Legion of Supermen, the, the, what was the 52 Supermen that came, you know, that were led by Captain Marvel and had, right. you know, the Barack Obama Superman and the, the old man <laughs> Superman and all, you know, like, I mean, like, I, listen, I would love to see some, <laughs> some Elseworld stories or some alternate universe stories that are in that vein. I mean, I think we have so much of this, like, concrete mainstream history that's been developed over 70 some odd years 70 80 some odd years uh, you know i i think that in you know as a comic book fan i want to see some stories really developed that are more than just one shots of these you demand it i i demand it so marv wolfman and all those other Dan guys that, yeah and and even robert kirkman man i want to <clears throat> see some new invincible stuff that's not on the main storyline like i just want to see new stuff that's like different and interesting if he writes it Oh my god, I'd read Did that. Did you read that Adam Eve origin <coughs> shit? Yeah. That sucked. Yeah. But I have yet to be disappointed. <coughs> in, I have yet to be disappointed in Invincible. I have yet to be disappointed in Walking Dead. In um, Wolfman, now that it's at a clip? Did, yeah. you, did you read Wolfman? Yeah, it took I, a while getting started. Yeah, that's I, I think we're, fi- we're getting there finally. I mean, I think that conceptually it's an interesting idea. I think it just took a while to get it moving. Right. Here's the thing. I want him to actually start up Science Dog. I would love to see Science Dog. I would actually love to see. Science Dog and like like sort of a half issue of Science Dog and a half issue of Capes again. Mm-hmm. I think the idea of Capes, you know, nine to five superheroes is hysterical. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. He's yeah. crying like a ghetto mom. He, <laughs> no. he, he just wants me to give him the ball. Did you go out there and You're... play with him with the ball? I did, and then he just mistake. does it again. Yeah, yeah. Because that's w- how he stops doing that is if we play with him for a second. WTF. Then, he, then he's maybe. quiet for like a few minutes. And go, go play with him for a second. I'm going to talk about this uh, Marvel in building up to their Wolverine movie that you guys all watched on the internet last week. Um, <laughs> no. Put out a Wolverine uh, Weapon X uh, miniseries. It's, you know, I wouldn't normally get it. Except for the fact that it's drawn by Ron Garney and written by Jason Aaron, who writes Scalped. And Scalped is awesome. I've loved every uh, issue of Scalped. Are you reading that? It's the, I haven't, the, actually. The Native American. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's a guy going back to his old reservation to right. kind of clean out some of the crime or uh, get to the bottom of some of the uh, some of the problems that are going on and like, around the opening of a big casino. And uh, there's been different miniseries recently in the Scalped universe where you learn some of the different... Uh, characters, you kind of go back in depth sure. on like what brought them to that point. Do you um, think that works like one main storyline and then doing like a couple miniseries to fill in the backstories? It's not so much that. You need that first storyline to get everybody invested in the universe. Then you can start painting the, the rest of the picture. But um, it, it does demand a big payoff. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, it's hard on new readers to be invested in those stories. Sure. You know, because they're, they're ancillary, they're, they're kind of like, you know, bit part characters. Um, but uh, this Weapon X comic is basically um, South America. You've got um, people who have replicated the Weapon X process of Amanium Claws, right. some of the different uh, powers that different characters in the Weapon X universe got, and, uh, and they're, they're, they're starting like a new shadow organization and Maverick. You mean like a, a cabal? Yeah, a cabal. And um, DC. And you see, you see uh, Wolverine get contacted, and he's pretty yeah. much debriefed on it. It was like, okay, now we gotta go after these guys. But um, it's got uh, a couple of the different Wolverine uh, Weapon X characters. Jesus, <laughs> Gilmore is playing a song for us. Um, like Maverick, Maverick's one of the pl- characters, one of the mutants that was depowered when the Scarlet Witch depowered mm-hmm. mutants. Um, but he, for all you playing a drinking game, he's, Maverick, he's still a bit in the game. Yeah. Um, I was never that. 
Weapon X, the whole Weapon X thing started coming around in the late in the early nineties when I had kind of fallen out of comics and it wasn't until the Star Wars comics being published by Dark Horse that I started getting back into it. Sure. So I kind of skipped the early nineties when they introduced like Gambit and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. I was actually still reading. And they it got into point. like the whole yeah. Weapon X. They got into the whole yeah. Weapon X, you know, storylines. And uh Welcome back. and I never really got invested in it throughout the nineties. Um now that I'm kind of slowly getting back into uh the Weapon X storyline, I'm starting to put these characters together and you know what? It's Ron Garney and Jason Aaron. Like Jason Aaron's a good writer and Ron Garney's artwork, yeah. you get to see Wolverine literally cut a dude's hand off and that's cool. Because they don't just make it clean. Like, it's obvious there's jagged edges. Like, it would really happen in real life. Like, when it happened when I did it. Um, don't worry about it. Just give me that girl's address. Um, she's a friend of a friend. She there, won't be hard there's to track really, There isn't therapy for the kind of help you need. Um, this is the therapy. <laughs> you hear that? Geekscape is actually court-ordered. <laughs> <Yeah. right> <laughs> in case you ever go off the grid, we need to have a record, psychologically, to find out where you may be headed next. This is like a crappy episode of Law and Order. Uh, Law and Order is a crappy, crappy episode. episode. Um, now in its four million season. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, if you're looking to just kind of get into the Wolverine game, get into that one, uh, that comic's out. Um, what have you been playing video game wise? We obviously talked about the fact that I'm playing nothing but Shadow of the Colossus. Well, you know, I we talked about it before um, when I was here last time. It took me a while to actually sort of get around to it, but I, I finally went out and got a new DS, and I I've been playing Final Fantasy. But you didn't IV, get the, the DSi. Remake. You didn't get that. No, DS. it was I I what happened was the DSi was coming out, and I didn't realize how soon it was. So uh, Deal Hacks was doing a, a DSi or a DS sale for like thirty percent off. How much does that make it? Uh, with the game, it ended up being 120. Not bad. So, and that's including tax. So. You didn't want the camera. You didn't want the camera so you could play Wario Shake and look like yeah. this. Not, not gonna lie to you. Like, I don't have any friends who also have a DS that like I would consistently play with. If it's we get DSs, I'll send you a pictures. Oh, that's like we were gonna do DS porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first anyway. Ever. They should make uh, an elephant game for that. Not with me. No. Yeah, yeah. No, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> I, like how, I like how Gilmore um, goes, think about yeah, that one. Yeah, as if, as no. if it wasn't enough of hitting us over the yeah, head with it. We yeah. get it. Buddy. You know what? He's um, off camera right now doing fucking he, moves. He is. So I've been playing that at home, but at work we Final play Final Fantasy IV, right? Final Fantasy IV a lot. And I've been playing, um, we, we finally unlocked the 86 song set in Rock Band 2. You know what's great? <laughs> Earlier, so we're going to do that. He was like, yeah, if you're putting in 12 hour days, like I am. My seventy-hour yeah. work week, and you know what? Cut to them, and you know to them playing rock. He band. has a fucking weekends to do whatever he yeah, wants. It's with. true. Right. So, so you know what? Maybe, so maybe instead, I won't come over here on a Saturday and talk shit with you, and maybe go see people who like me. Sir, I like you, Mister Nellis. Aww. I just don't love you. Aww. too much. Too uh, far. No, 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 not enough. Okay, you'll get to that first base soon. I'm pregnant. Uh, <laughs> having a bunch of ass babies. <laughs> um, wait, you play rock band at work? Okay, when I when I have an occasional break, like a couple buddies and I, I, I listen. Lead guitar expert, man. After playing this for a year and a half, you give me a song, I can do it. Munchausen. Did you do Munchausen, Munchausen syndrome? This uh, isn't house. What is wrong with you? Did you do the? Uh, can you do Dragon Force? No, that is the one thing I can't do because. Can you do Jordan? Yes. Really? Fuck Barely. No, you can't. Barely. No, you can't. Barely. Barely. Okay. Barely. Right. But Barely Dragon Force no. I can't do. Dragon Force I can't do Trogdor? because. <sighs> you know, I'm just spoiling your ass you right are. now. You are. But Don't you know say what? shit if you can't. You want to throw up. down? You want? Do you want to have? Do you want to have a Geekscape competition? Sure. All right. I'm. Can into you that. do Bukakigan? We're not friends anymore. <laughs> I'm out. Really? Seriously? What was that? That was that you just did in front of the camera. What was that? Look, I, you know the I love it. You're, you're like, like, Bukaki yeah, you're like Bukaki. We need to do a offended. serious show, Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, I love that you're offended by Gilmore. Keep just it like together. <laughs> anyway, oh, I'm sorry, but yes, let's let's throw down. Um, I just want you to know that when you're crying on the ground in shame, I will not be handing you. How are you doing, Gilmore? Yeah, uh, no napkins. So, for so you. we're gonna look and forward to that. Yeah. Gilmore, um, above, do you see where we dry, where we dry our dishes at the Gigscape Studio, aka my apartment? You see where we dry the dishes? <laughs> above that is um, Why don't a we box just let the of saltine crackers. Oh, you want to throw Can it down? Can you go get the box? Let's of do it. Crackers? I'm in. What do you All mean? Right. Let's do it. I want to see if you're I doing can... it. I'm doing it. Okay. I am. No, no I go am. Gra go grab the box of saltine crackers. I think I can do it. Okay, guys. 
Let me give you some backstory. Will K, Will Kistler, a good buddy, on the forums over there at geekscape.net, you guys can go and talk to each other. Will talked about the saltine challenge, which is the, the, the challenge of eating six saltines in 60 seconds. Everyone says that it's impossible. Some people have said they know people who have done it. I have. My buddy, uh, Nar Williams and I, mm -hmm. did the saltine I, challenge. Which I watched. It and was highly entertaining. put it up on YouTube. You guys can find the, the saltine challenge by basically going to my YouTube. Uh, Jonathan London, I think, is the YouTube so you account. You can also search saltine challenge. Or saltine challenge. I, I threw those keywords in there. And, uh, and finding our Raising saltine challenge. Raising the search results. I put, it, I put that on Facebook. Yeah. And you were one of the first people to come out and be like, horse shit, I can take that Pepsi challenge and, and rock it. Um, i got to tell you, that was one of the hardest experiences I, I, you of know my what? entire I'll, I'll adult honest, life. I, I, I believe I can do it again. Uh, when again? I was, yes, I did it in college. Remember? Freshman year. Nellis was like, I can do this shit. No. He said. First of all, I think we've all established. All is this all that remains? There's six. He yeah, only needs here's six. the thing. I think, first of all, we've established. I talk a lot of shit. But okay. I, I did this freshman year of college. And according to the guy who was timing it, I got it in 60 seconds. No, so no, unless no, I've okay. been lied to. Gilmore is, is going to be timing it off of the clock. Oh, are you doing it? Oh. Off of the clock, on the Gigscape clock. Uh, I'm no gonna, preparation time. I'm no prep. No, 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 no. Okay, wait, wait. Where? What is your strategy? What, get it down one per. One, one per. every ten and, seconds. And you claim that you did this successfully in college. I was. Yeah, I mean, I, I did it, and I'm they said. Right now, one every ten seconds is harder than Gilmore, the two. Can you I'm aware. A little in to the Maybe two okay. every twenty seconds. But um, I think I can do it. Okay, so 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 go ahead and take this. These okay. are your opponents. Gilmore, go throw the ball real quick. Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Um, so Gilmore, you start him off, but give him a countdown. Give him like a three, two, one. Might want to grab him. the trash can okay, in case it's puke. Uh, Gilmore, wait, 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 whoa, 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 Gilmore, can you yeah, grab it? Yeah, uh, hold on. We got We need the trash can. I'm sorry, Gilmore, to throw you off your count. That's okay. But we're gonna. We have a trash can here. God forbid I puke. Okay, Gilmore is blowing ass mm -hmm. This is this this is an entertaining episode. Fifteen, fourteen. 13. He can count. 12, I'm very 11, impressed. 10. He needs his focus. 9, 8, 7, 6. Just swallow. 5, <laughs> 4. That's what she said. 3, 2, she. 1, go. By the way, that is not ADR. That was the real sound of him eating. Please do not distract Mr. Nellis. Uh, uh, are you, you're looking at the clock, right, Gilmore? Yeah. So Gilmore ten is. 10 seconds down. Of, 10 seconds down. Don't, don't, you know, yeah. Okay. Dude, just swallow. Holy shit. Holy shit. Don't get any in your gums. Just swallow. You're doing great, Nellis. I gotta say, uh, if you accomplish this, you are the pride of geeks. 25 State. seconds, Nellis. 25 seconds. Concentrate, please. Mm. He's in the clear. As far as I'm concerned, he's in the clear. Guys, for those of you guys listening at home, Nellis is phenomenal. Throw him a time. He's got 40 seconds. Guys, this is... I gotta tell you that he just he's still Nellis, gotta clean up his mouth. Nellis just threw in the fifth, the sixth, the sixth cracker. There's and a he's cumulative cracker. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What time? Five seconds. He did it in fifty-five. Look at what? This. The wait, wait, uh, open wide, open wide. It got open nope, there's wide. Right there. Oh, get the fuck out of here, Gilmore. <laughs> Gilmore, you're cannot, a dick. Gil, Gilmore, after li living, Jason Nellis rocked it. In 55 seconds, he was able to eat six. What your strategy was two, then two. And well, then I realized one. two, then two, and then at one point during the second one, it got really hard yeah. to swallow. I'm like, fuck it. If I have, you know, 20 seconds left, one at a time, just pop. I gotta and get say, it down. that was phenomenal. You have got a very large ma mouth, and, a, and you are the you got a pretty you, you mouth. Are, you are a master of mystery. Uh, Listen. <laughs> Listen, I have done fairly. You stupid are a master things, of that was the beginning of them in college. That was phenomenal. Ah. Uh, one thing people are going to get you on, though, mm -hmm. you're still chewing. No, no, you know what no, it is. he's clearing it out. You know what it is? I still have wisdom teeth, and it gets caught up in yeah. there, and then I like spend the next hour and a half trying to get it out. Residue is allowed here. Um, okay. Please do not challenge him after a life of failure. It is not. It is. Un, <laughs> it is un, Gilmore cannot. Why does nobody someone. love me when Gilmore I show cannot nothing? Accept I'm just going to cancel my plans with like him for the Guitar Hero thing with him over email. Yeah. Yeah. Just cancel your plans challenging this man to anything in email. He is a champion of the highest caliber. We Unless are very -related honored to have him on Geekscape, and I got to tell you. That was phenomenal. That was very impressive for those of you listening at home. I couldn't even do a play-by-play because -play I was in awe of the fact that you were there just throwing was, them down you know and sending them to Chinatown. But I, I got to be honest. Like, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna throw down on something like that, uh, give me a call wow. because that is something. 
Any any eating contest, I'm there. Took me three minutes to do what this man did in fifty five seconds. Yo, gallon of milk. Oh, I can't do it. No, what is the gallon of milk? The gallon of milk challenge is to drink a gallon of milk in an hour and not puke it up. That's the one I know at least. Okay. Is that the one you're so talking you about? You basically in an hour. You just have to. But, the, but basically, you can't go to the bathroom. From a volume perspective, you can't go to that. But there's not enough room in your stomach to handle a gallon of so milk in that short amount of impossible. time. Well, the, the, the theory is that it's physically impossible, but I've never seen it done. My buddy Victor, oh, so I had yeah. some buddies uh, try and do it in high school. Liar yeah. already, you don't have <laughs> and, friends. Um, and there was Victor He's got and Aaron. You. Victor and Aaron tried it. Yeah, Aaron had uh, a strawberry Gatorade earlier. And uh, oh, no. he did like this projectile like pink <laughs> thing. I like this story. And, so, yeah. um, <laughs> and then Victor did it. And everyone's like, come on, go, go. And he did it. And he had like, he had this like the worst face. Just imagine yeah. like the, like Yeah, you gotta face. go the whole hour without yeah. puking. Yeah, just imagine your face, like yeah. the worst you've ever felt. Yeah. It's that, but for like half an hour. And he was just going, and he finished it off completely. Just, uh, just yeah. turned the gallon on its on its. But the key is just to pace yourself out or what? Or no like, puke. Yeah. He just can you pee? Horrible. Can you go to the bathroom or pee? Or? No, no, no. No, I mean, no, nothing. Uh, nothing. Here's the thing just though. Just drink milk. See, the milk thing doesn't get Milk's me as good much. good for your body, though. I will never forget. For those of you who like to drink incredibly cheap stuff, Carlo Rossi port wine comes in a giant jug. One of my first drinking experiences in college. A bunch of friends and I sitting around Classic. in an apartment. And, and one of my buddies was like, No, no I'm girls gonna, anywhere. I'm, I'm gonna ch no, no girls. This was a Shakespeare group. There were definitely no girls anywhere. And Welcome to Geekscape. Exactly. Geekscape just became fucking pathetic. <laughs> okay, so, it was so already there. Anyway, long story short, I'm drinking the was wine. drinking... Doing like basically was was passing it around trying to see who could who could shoot shotgun it the longest one minute and twenty seconds right here. No oh, wow. Well, Carlo uh, Rossi. Carlo Rossi. Now, granted, I puked for about five hours after, ah! but it was worth it. So, so you're, the box or the weird? No, no, the jug, jug, the giant like three dollar jug you can get. Be at proud to know that your debaucherous behavior is not without witness here on Geekscape, guys. That is our episode. Jason Ellis, phenomenal. Jonathan London. Phenomenal guest. Brian Gilmore. Here. Listen. Thank I really you. hope Thank you enjoyed you that people. last filled episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, Geekscape.net is where we hang our hats. You can come and hang out with us there. Ask him what his mom did. Uh, my mom, you heard the story. Very sad. Um, but uh, guys, Geekscape.net. Go buy some merch. Go hang out with us. Read some articles that we put up every day. And of course, you can find us on Facebook. Just search for Geekscape. Uh, I will, Geekscape is there and you can be fan, fans of ours friends of ours and talk to the rest of us and then myspace.com slash geekscape net is where uh, you can find us on myspace if you're one of the three people still on the site so that's been a pleasurable <laughs> experience it, no. do you still go on myspace? I, I don't call it anything because I don't refer to it anymore Okay. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Next wow. time we'll try not to make it sound like a Korean restaurant. Well, don't fart. Did you take the guilt, the, the milk challenge? Is that what you did? There was a lot of a lot of horn sounds in this episode. Oh, the clown horn. The clown horn. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Removing get your it will kill control. Him. Thanks for the cookies. Do what I can. Happy Passover. <laughs>